2: Welcome back, everyone, to a New year, Same Old Us episode of in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from July the 27th of 1991. Yes, we are three weeks into no more Ric Flair, at least for the time being. Uh, this will drop on January 5th, 2023, on all platforms, January 4th on YouTube. Doc, sitting here with you, waiting on the superstar, just texted him, I said, uh, we're on we're getting started let us know when you're on par for the course these days we made it to 2023 and um you know new year same old outlaw macho btt before i throw it to you doc special shout out to our largest paid contributors monthly disrespectfully classy margie blassie mike children joe ice good old justin thank you for your generous support each and every month and um it's 2023 doc how are you even though right now we're not in 2023
3: happy, happy new year
2: uh should I tell you Merry Christmas too? Because
3: did you, Cause did, you, did you have a <laughs> did you have a good New Year's Eve celebration?
2: I'm still waiting on Christmas to get here uh, as you and I Wait, record what? this, but um, New Year was great. And let's see, uh, what did we do on New Year's? Um, drank a little bit of Hennessy, or I did, and I'm still waiting for it to get here or hit me. So something like that. How are you though? How was your New Year and uh, Christmas and all that good stuff?
3: Tremendous, as always.
2: Of course. Um,
3: if you you're listening me to me relief. now, no. If you're listening to me now, it means that I have stayed out of the the BK cooler.
2: Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Well, it's not timely, <laughs> no, because <laughs> you would have played another. Let's see, one, two, three games, almost since. No, you'd played two more games since. Uh, You did not swing from the cooler against the Jags.
3: And I don't know what. We probably need to do a well check on the little fella because we. I'm going to go ahead and call my shot and say we're going to take care of the Titans.
2: Are you going to take care of the Titans the same way you took care of the Jacksonville Jaguars like you said you were going to take care of the Jacksonville Jaguars? You let Jacksonville Dixie Tony Khan's team beat you after holding a 17-point lead. What a disgrace.
3: I wasn't happy, and I wasn't real – I was a little confused by all that. You weren't Um,
2: confused. You said your team was going to win. Own up to it.
3: Yeah, I I thought we would, but, you know. Wait, it's a work. I didn't get to see the
2: script. It is a work. I mean, it did. you and I had a discussion earlier today, okay? 2018 and 19 just – I ain't trying to be Shawn Michaels. You stole my smile. But watching the most blatant pass interference of all time not being called – I have trouble watching any of this stuff and not going, okay, what's the Booker man's angle this week?
3: Hey, I got a, I got one just as bad as Dez caught it.
2: He didn't catch it though.
3: Oh, what a fucking liar. You've said it on the, you, you said it. You're like, man, he caught that.
2: I don't even know what, <laughs> let me tell you another thing that the Booker man's got right in the NFL these days. All right. This is this is where Uncle Raj knows what he's doing. I don't know what a catch is anymore. And see, the problem with that is now then
3: you can do then you can do
2: anything. There you go. The Booker man and the invisible hand in the sky can decide. Nope, that's not a catch this week. Oh, that's a catch in this game. Nope, that's not a catch in that game. And let me tell you, I'm not. This ain't got no. My team is out of it. We are the drizzling diarrhea craps. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're gonna. We suck. And and. But as I told you, I, it, it, I lost my smile, man, a few years ago. So, yeah, whatever. But now, the problem. Uh, no, 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 no. You ain't going to interrupt me on this. The problem is I'm telling you this as an independent observer who does not have skin in the game. As I watch these games going, oh, there's the work. There's the invisible hand. Here it comes. I, I i'm broken bro it's it's all the work it's just
3: if what had, if college football would have had one more week of regular season notre dame and alabama would have got in
2: oh yeah clemson too
3: yeah would have had them all in we'd have had five oh yeah teams in team division
2: now they ain't figured it out yet though the college college got the work in but they ain't figured it out but go ahead
3: this this is related kind of Okay. Now this is not going to be as timely as we would like, but I think it's worth worth discussing from your end.
2: Depends on what the topic is, because it's just, if it's something that we already discussed, I could throw it's it on YouTube. It's
3: not something Oh
2: so well, let's bring him in. As you him dial in.
3: him in, I want to get your opinion because you're not a regular watcher, but you tuned in late to the uh, World Cup final.
2: Oh Jesus.
3: And it felt like on your text that you were really appreciating the level of work that you were seeing.
2: I mean, if you could write a script any better. Mm. Well, I'm sorry. You couldn't write a script any better of that finish. Hey, Hopper, what's up? Hey. Happy what's New up, Year. Man? Happy New Year. What? Uh, yeah, oh, this is oh. this is going to drop on January 5th, Hopper. That's why I say Happy New Year.
4: Kayfabe, brother.
2: Well, how's the future the treating you? How's the future first, treating you? Really great. That,
4: uh, uh, that's the date before my birthday.
2: Oh. Yeah. January 6th, baby, huh?
4: Yeah. January okay. 6th.
2: Living a dream, brother.
4: Because it's King's Day. It's the first day of Mardi Gras. That's why I was named Chris after Christ.
2: Oh, my God. See that? Of co-
4: you just learned something. Of course. Right. Peace be with you.
3: Thank named you. after Jesus. Our God is an awesome God.
2: Uh You want to ask the question you asked me to Harper Doc?
3: Yeah. So did you watch the World Cup a couple of weeks ago? The <laughs> final. You're fucking right. No, we didn't watch none of that shit. <laughs> well, Mike will tell you it was some next level booking. Oh Jesus! What happened?
2: Well, I I only the problem is I only saw once they went into extra time. Or overtime. I don't know what the hell they call in soccer, Doc. I only Excellent. saw that part. You saw it from the beginning.
3: Well, and here's the thing, they they set the trap with like a, a kind of boring seventy five minutes to start. Right. And everybody was about to start tuning out, and then they started applying the script. Hmm. Oh. And then it's now being called the best World Cup final of all time.
4: So like that's when uh Hogan started hawking up.
2: I
3: guess.
2: Yeah, it was like, when, you know what it was like? It was like when he wrestled Andre at WrestleMania 3 Hopper. Because, I mean, uh-huh. Hogan got his, Hogan, let's tie it back to wrestling. He pretty much, to me, he got his ass kicked the whole match. Like, Andre, well, yeah. as bad a he shape asked. as he was in, Andre was just whooping him as much as he couldn't move. I mean, because he really couldn't do nothing at that point in his career. Because but then, the Hogan psychology
5: is,
4: wouldn't he beat up Hogan? What? Andre
2: what about him if what years he,
4: he would beat up Hogan
2: oh He'll in your life
4: because no I'm saying if you were a kid watching that you would think oh man Hogan's fucked I thought he oh, was yeah.
2: fucked
4: yeah. it's crazy how all that shit worked on me I remember when fucking,
5: when fucking, when, <laughs> when uh, earthquake broke his ribs
4: on the the love show and he played <laughs> On the on the uh, Saturday night's main event, they play like a little video with the sad music playing. There's
3: thirty minutes later, Harper was sitting down at his little desk with a pen writing a get well card. To, right, to the
4: and then it it's crazy. It's, it never occurred to me that at WrestleMania two they did the same exact exact thing, but it was Bundy that broke his ribs with the avalanche uh, splashes. It was the same shit.
2: And they mm. did the they worked the the ribs angle with him, like with iron Sheik even before that, yeah where I think where' that's easy to do
4: is the ribs because you fucking wrap it up, and the crowd can see that the fucking bandages around them you can't hide it, you know it's like yeah. a cast
5: because yeah. I, I
4: think I think uh. Don Morocco had the same thing, the you know when his ribs were broken
3: or something. Yeah. So, me, so. Hey, you know it's not that fucking hard. Yeah, it's not, boy,
4: dude. I used to kid. I was like, man, I hope earthquake fucking dies, bro. Fuck this motherfucker. This <laughs> <laughs> is when they brought in fucking tugboat, and it never. You see this through a child's eyes, and you don't realize how stupid
5: Tugboat looks. <laughs> and you don't realize how stupid the name is, and
4: the gimmick, and why is he called Tugboat? But you're like, I hope Tugboat beats up Earthquake. And not once does it pop into your brain, like, why is this dude dressed like that?
3: <laughs> and, that's, and that right there is what WCW was thinking they could get by the kids with Sting. Yeah.
2: No, that's what they thought no, they could get with by Sting. with, like Norman. They they got away with it with Sting. You can argue it all you want, Doc. They got away with it with Sting.
3: Yeah. Hey, I got a question about wrestling. Okay. Harper, did you watch that uh, Vince McMahon documentary on Vice? No. From from uh, what
4: I heard from everyone, this is it was just a uh, a recap of the dark side of the territory shit, and they throw in a few new talking
3: heads now Mike you and I did a, a a very critically acclaimed series on Tales from the Territory on the Patreon feed correct
2: we did a very we did all 10 episodes of Tales from the Territories and on the last Tales from the Territories we had even mentioned to the patrons hey we're gonna you know this Vince doc we should probably do a Patreon episode on that and then you and I watched it like two to three days after it aired and we were like there's nothing to review. Yeah. It's bullcrap. Like, I don't want to see it's bullcrap. All it was to me was like six or seven stories that we already know smashed together into one compilation, and then they used all of the, like, Dark Side of the Ring clips kind of for it. It was very just, oh, you just wanted to do something because Tales from the Territories is successful. Let's put this up on Vice the week after it ended, I I couldn't believe like I was like, this is dumb. I already know this stuff. Every not not, not only did I that I already know it, but to the point uh, I think all of us will agree with, it was just a compilation of everything that they already showed exactly verbatim.
3: It was a hit piece by a bunch of limp dicks.
2: Come on. I don't I don't think it was that. I just think it was I mean, you gotta. I'm saying I'm speaking out of turn when I say this, so bear with me here. I I think Tales from the Territories was mildly successful, like as far as ratings go, and I feel like they were trying to follow up and just kind of extend that by going, "Oh, Vince, he's this polarizing figure," and you present it, and it was like this is not good. Like I'm reading, all they did was combine multiple stories that they've already had on different episodes. There was nothing look, when I watch these things, every I mean, I always say, well, most of this stuff isn't new. But then again you'll get some stuff it's like, oh okay, I didn't realize that. But it was like it was like they took multiple episodes of Dark Side of the Ring and kind of jammed it all together. And it kind of was a hit piece, but I don't know if that's what their intent was. I think they you know just wanted to do a compilation. Like,
4: it sounds like with the fucking He Man toys when they would just paint the guy different and put a different head
3: on him and call him Herman. man
2: i mean he's not wrong doc i was in the he-man
3: <laughs> he's he's really not wrong with
2: that <laughs> that's um, all they did they it was like they put you know what it was it was a compilation episode that's what it was i didn't think it was anything else and i was like doc there's nothing for us to talk about for 30 yeah. minutes or an hour what well, here's think, a doc?
3: piece of here's a piece of advice that that vice should heed. I know they want to go all in on this wrestling thing, but they're almost done. And, you know, the corporations, they can't they can't help themselves. They can't. They can't. I mean,
4: what else can they throw in there?
3: Right. There's one more season of Tales from the Territories out there. Which smoke, ones? Smoke, oh, OK uswa or global you could maybe get a st louis together a wildcat it's, wrestling Wildcat. <laughs> no
2: nah, I, doc i think you're wrong i think in addition to what you're talking about with those smaller uh, territories i also think there is gold in the long form stuff that they edited out but right they're but, gonna but when i'm saying what they're
3: planning to present on tv is not that and so the point is is that they're going to run out of stuff that that, that they can they, show, and then know you know what's next? What? Wrestling, reality wrestling shows.
2: Oh, well, God. Hopefully,
3: they sign
4: a promotion. are not they supposed to get fucking MLW?
3: They'd be better off to do that than to go to the fifth season of Dark Side and the fourth site, you know. Yeah. This on Eric's dog fucking died of heartworms. Jesus, you know, fuck.
2: There is something to um WWE's already done it. There is something to reality TV with a wrestling promotion.
3: But the but the thing of that is is like so. A few weeks ago, wait, this is so confusing. A few weeks ago, the new Rick doc came out. I never saw that.
2: That's on Cuz cuz it hasn't come out yet. It, uh, we're recording this before it comes out. That's what he's that's why he's like this well, is by confusing. By the time
3: it's it airs it'll be out.
2: By the time uh, this drops that that would have been hours
3: out. It's long. What else how is long? There, What else is there to say? How long is it? Dude. 2 hours. Oh.
2: I mean, it depending but on how like, much this dirt is the best you one want.
3: Was well, she? Yeah, no no shit. Right. OK,
2: let me answer your question. Depending on how much dirt someone would want to dig up, there's a lot. The problem is, if you're presenting it not as one of those type of documentaries, then there's no dirt that's brought up because didn't he sign off on this one? Yes. OK, so, so they,
3: yeah. they're going to make it look like he's Jesus then? Well, it did spark. <laughs> um, it did spark the more recent controversy that's out there in podcast land. What Harper, well, you haven't been following this on like yeah, Rick, Rick's podcast. And dude, here's the thing
4: I used to listen to Rick's, I used to listen to Jeff Jarrett's. The moment they try to use their fucking podcast to push that shit that happened in fucking Nashville, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> you lost me. That's when I, I never it was like to you were stabbed another in the heart again. It's like when they got fucking. They're working an angle with fucking, uh, what's his name from, uh, Jay, uh, Jay Lethal. When well, no, well, he won't come on the show. I think because he, he's pissed because I won't book him on the show. And then, and then fucking, uh, what's his name? Crockett's like, oh, well, you, you know, you got to talk to him, Rick. I'm like, are these motherfuckers working an angle on this fucking podcast? Are you fucking kidding me? And that's when I stopped. Son of a bitch
2: continue. Rob, and, I'm sorry.
4: Time and place, bro. Time and fucking place. Fuck.
3: Well, they're that working sh- it.
4: shit on your own fucking time.
3: <laughs> they're working some <laughs> You'd make a great right. boss though. Show so you got to
2: Yeah, you got to So, here's what here's what happened, Harper. Last week's show, um Doc and I did an extra show on Friday. So, we're 2 weeks past the last time you were on for the pay-per-view doc had been listening to Flair's show and flair and bischoff are in this feud so what i did was i dropped it on youtube early for listeners there because i wanted to be more timely well we were wondering if you had heard about all this but it seems like you well, haven't
4: i clicked on what you shared okay on facebook with y'all going over it is that yeah. what y'all talking about with yes. that's what we're talking about yes when it's like yeah when fucking doc says well
2: was he at Thanksgiving? Right. So, right. So I let me follow up then. So Doc, Doc presented this to me. I ain't like I haven't listened to Flair's podcast, but this past weekend, by the time you hear this, it'd be several weekends ago. I was like, let me click on some of these small clips that they put on Flair's YouTube. So I I actually listened to it firsthand. Now I'm starting to wonder. I think. I, I'm I'm starting to think like Doc. Like, I don't think they intended for this to be an angle, but I think Flair is pissed. And if he ain't pissed, he's a hell of an actor, cause he's just kind of like just pissing all over Eric. But the part that gets me is when he starts pissing on Jr. That's the part where I kind of start questioning it. And he's going off on Jr. And he's pissed at Jr. Because of how. JR presented him on the plane ride from hell episode. I mean, and, and, he wasn't lying. Well, yeah,
3: but but Mike Mike has me, picked up the thing that might be the uh, the real issue here.
2: Yeah. So then the thing that got me got me is I know this from doing this podcast for all these years. You can take a clip of something, someone saying something, and it will sound completely different. If you don't have the context around that clip, and Jr. the way it's being talked about with uh, from Conrad on this show is apparently the dark side of the ring, folks clipped Jr. kind of bad mouthing Rick, but the context of the entire discussion is not in there. So Jr told dark side of the ring i'm not i'm not fooling with y'all no more like they had to coerce him into doing the whole tales from the territories thing i think conrad he claims he even had to you know play middleman to get jr to do tales from the territories because he was so pissed at vice and dark side how they positioned him going off against rick well rick Is thinking himself. Nah, it's bullshit. I'm, you know, I'm tired of it. I can bury Jr. if I want to. And this is the part that gets me. And again, if they're working an angle, they're good. This, this is the part where uh, Harper. It does not sound like the Jeff Jarrett thing. Like I know exactly what you mean. I'm listening to that. Going, come on, y'all. This is pathetic. This part, like here, Rick's like they want to start talking. Boy, I can talk, and I got a whole lot of stories, and I'll bury all those at first. And that's yeah. the sure, part where he does because, oh, you know he because, does because he was there. I mean,
4: no one, no one involved in this has fucking clean hands.
2: That's, that's the thing. Problem. You hit the it's nail wrestling. on the head. Right, they're all dirty.
4: It's like, it's like a, uh, it's like Alabama uh, accusing LSU of cheating when it comes to getting recruits. They're all doing this shit.
3: It's like Jerry getting upset when he when Dan Snyder said he had dirt on people. Right. So I mean look, think about Mike it. Robert Croft went went up, went up at Mike the picked up something real important. Go ahead. JR starts talking about HR issues with Rick. You can't do that.
2: Nah, it's 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 because then you're the wrestling part of it is out of it at that point. The whole, man, I don't think people, people don't realize there's people out there that don't understand standards and practices in HR. bruh. that's a whole new.
3: when, When the formal investigation starts, it is time, past time to circle the wagons on every front.
2: And I ain't talking about this I'm not talking about the alleged investigation they did in AEW. I don't I don't know what they did there. I'm talking about just in general businesses that do actual legitimate HR, legit legitimate businesses. <laughs> and the thing about like WWE, you can say what you want about it, but it is a publicly traded company. So yes. that when you get to that level, bro, you are beholden to a different animal than even AEW, who's not publicly 100%, 100%. traded. 100%. So I, I just, like, I think I think Bischoff, because it all started from what Doc said at the roast, and I think Bischoff kind of hit on some things and ruffled Flair's feathers. And then I think Flair, you know, it started with that, and it was ha-ha funny. And then I think Flair, you know, with the dark side of the ring, Flair's being, he's pissed because the, the lady that, you know, told the story on there. She doesn't have the cleanest record. And now he's like, you know, she's a criminal. Let's talk about the things that she's done. And they didn't get hit in flares. Like they didn't get my side of it. No one talked to me. And then that's when he goes into, oh, they want they want to bury some folks. They want, they want to get on some folks. Oh, oh let, let's talk. Because if I start opening up those stories, boy, everybody's going to be in trouble. You know what? That's a shoot, man. My thing is, the only thing I'll say about the whole work side of it is, The thing about today's media and environment, when you're talking about YouTube and, you know, clicks, the reason I always come back to, well, it could still be a work is because people are going to do exactly what Doc and I do. And that's click on those YouTube links. We're talking about
3: it. it right now.
2: Right. And that is how, like, when you say, oh, there's no work involved. It's not a work. They're really shooting. And I go, well. I think part of it's a work because they know the reason they clip those sound bites the way they don't say sound bites, the reason they clip those small segments the way they do is because they know I'm gonna go there, Doc's gonna go there, you're gonna go there, I'm gonna click on it and listen and go, ooh, what did he say about Eric this time? Ooh, what's he saying about JR? That's in, in, the clicks so and that draws money. In today's digital God, Doc, I hate saying this. In the <laughs> digital platform world, <laughs> Doc knows why I'm saying I hate to saying digital platforms. There's a certain podcast or years ago that I was like that was a smarmy little sucker and I hated him. Um, but in today's digital platform world, like that gets clicks and it draws money. Those videos are getting thousands and thousands of clicks and it's people are listening to them and that's money. It ain't a so fight. I, they ain't trying to draw so it in think, the ring.
3: I think you also said something um, important, Mike. That's two for you. So... New year, new you. You're saying important <laughs> things. Good job. What the fuck? What the fuck? Um, I think Rick got legit hot about the roast. And it may not have happened that night, but he sat around and he thought about it and he got mad. But Shoot I also think Conrad's a carny enough. And I say that in a good way to say, well... Maybe if I stoked this a bit, because if it was real, real, (laughs) it wouldn't have made the air.
2: You think that was that's what you told me offline. You said if this was real, real, real heat, it would have got edited out. They wouldn't. So I think there's some there's
3: some there's some hurt feelings right now. And I think Jr. is collateral damage in that because Rick worked is worked and lathered. But if, man, if Connie is not working to a star cast with Rick and, and, and Eric with live mics at each other at the Friday night meet and greet, what are we doing?
2: And they, But that's my point. They don't even need that to draw money. They're already drawing money with right, I mean, on I'm YouTube. just saying
3: if we're working to a conclusion.
2: Harper, what do you think about all this?
3: I think when you take two
4: people that you know that had real heat and they hated each other and you say, oh, okay, you know, we're cool now. That was 20 years ago. And then, and now they're both working for the same company. They're both getting paid by the same asshole. (laughs) So it's like having Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield first to do podcasts on the same channel. Now, are they getting along? Did they bury the hatchet for real? Or are they just doing it for fucking business? But sooner or later, someone's gonna cross the fucking line. Because it's all a facade. They're Mm. not, they didn't really they didn't really bury the hatchet, they just have agreed to somewhat tolerate each other's presence. You know what I'm saying?
2: There's yeah, especially if, yeah. There's yeah. a difference between
4: accepting something and just tolerating it.
3: Twenty twenty three, we turned into some smart motherfuckers.
4: Yeah, and that's how I look at. I think they kind of tolerate each other to a certain extent. They don't accept each other, and then it just takes one little thing to go. This motherfucker here, to fucking break it.
2: That's a good point. It's one of those things where you're like, oh, no, I'm accepting of somebody, and if they really needed a handout, oh, I, you know, I'd help them out. But how yeah. much would you really help them? Like, if they lost their home, you're going to let them come live with you for six months? Right. Because, to be honest, you're going to wear on each other if y'all already had heat and this person's living with you for six months. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to eventually, there's going to be a breaking point. I always talk about breaking points, but there will be a breaking point where you're like, oh, no, nah, I can't deal with this dude no more. You got to get out.
4: Well, they say five things start, uh, three things start stinking after a few days, bro. Friends, family, and fish and your <laughs> fucking house, so.
2: All right. Hey, man, I knew Harper would bring in some gold, Doc, with this one.
4: Big Oh, fucking, you know what I was thinking about that fucking, the, the fucking territory, the, uh,
2: the territory deals? You I think
4: that? the Polynesian one would have uh, lasted the longest. Because imagine trying to do house shows and booking and shit in fucking Hawaii if you were WWE. That, that's a lot of fucking money. Because you gotta fly fucking everyone in the fucking equipment and everything else. So you think they would literally be on an island to themselves to where they couldn't touch them to a certain degree. I don't know, that was my two cents of fucking watching it.
2: Doc, what you think about because I know we talked about how it all died and everything.
3: Yeah, I wonder just... I don't know. I don't know about that. No. I, 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 I think there's something to it.
2: If they had cable television there too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... but they couldn't... But
4: but I doubt they were doing house shows in fucking Honolulu.
2: I'm no, I'm not saying that, but I mean, if they're still getting that, you know, quote unquote TV from the big dogs and their folks aren't on that TV, all of a sudden you become the minor league, and yeah, but I just, think they
4: could have survived to a certain extent.
2: Well, but what's her name? Got freaking, um, oh, deported. that's right, she got
4: the port at the fucking uh
2: Somalia. Yeah. Wait, where Somalia? <laughs> Jesus Lord, she got deported. That's probably part of that. I mean, that's plays a part in it as well. To the I Samoan mean. Islands. Yeah, there you it. go.
3: Jesus Way to yeah, that was a whole... correct continent.
2: Yeah. I hear you, but th- I mean, you've got I don't know. there is some truth to it. Uh, there, I, I, there's some validity in what you're saying. I understand the thought process about them being like an island to itself. The problem is with technology, the world becomes a whole lot smaller. And that's oh, yeah. kind of what was happening.
3: Now, before we get into this week's episode, there's one more thing I want to talk about.
2: Is it the five-star relief or is it something? No. Else? Oh, okay. So. We'll, we'll talk about that in the middle of the show. But go okay. Ahead.
3: Harper, I truly treasure our, all three of our our text threads. Um. And I feel like you know me well enough now to know um what what big activity are, are my kids involved in? Soccer. Right. And have you heard me mention before what days of the week we play?
4: Uh today, huh?
3: No no. That's why uh, we record today. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> No, because you
2: had to do it late. Yes, uh, yeah, last was, week you that, were late. That's yeah.
3: true. That's hey, way to use context clues. That's good. Um, but the, it's I like mean, bad clips Yeah. Um, <laughs> any other days that spring up to mind?
4: Uh, I don't know when Mondays on the weekends, huh?
3: Yeah, a lot of times they're on Sundays.
4: Yeah, that's
3: and so. Happened. Uh, well, uh, we had games Sunday Yeah. and, um, about 30 minutes before the, I caught up to the end of the Cowboy (laughs) game. I got a text from the superstar hard buddy Harper that said, Oh no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's why (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it till later, but I was like, Oh, he probably ruined the finish.
3: And we're collapsing at a high rate of speed in front of me <laughs> and I have this text going, Oh no. Oh that was a one like, person. And I was no and that I was like, well, I was like if if phone. the if the if the Saints lost, I wouldn't be in on that text. And so now I'm sitting there watching <laughs> overtime start with this Text hanging over me that says oh no. (laughs) Now I want to bring up something else. The only thing I could hope for in this oh no message was that somehow an earlier message you had sent us had gone horribly wrong. You see? That's what happened. And that's that was the fact that you, a grown man who has a birthday tomorrow, <laughs> was drinking a six-pack of Mickey's Big Mouse.
4: Oh, yeah, bro. Dude, it was five bucks a six-pack.
3: That's Can't not be- a selling point.
4: That is for me. Dude, six-pack of beer now is like seven bucks. That's cheap bottom of the cheap bottom-of-the-barrel bullshit. Fucking Crazy.
3: So, how was a Mi- when was the last time you had a Mickey's before that?
4: Oh God, years, years, years,
3: years. Did it taste good?
4: It wasn't bad for what it is, but that's how you gotta look at it for what it is. You know, it's like a Kia. It's not bad for what it is. If you're comparing it to a fucking Mercedes, then yeah. Mike,
2: I don't, I don't drink Mickey, so I. You you're asking the wrong one. Now, did you I, back I, in the day, I mean, I've drank them before, but they—that's just disgusting, man.
4: Well, look, it says fine malt liquor on the bottle, so
3: that's the way it is.
2: Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, it's I fine I
3: malt liquor. Did you drink? Funny. Did you drink all six in yeah, the same setting? Uh huh. How did you feel the next day? Uh, I like, guess
4: fine. It's only, I
2: mean, it's only six. Yeah. Like a, you, a professional beer drinker, Doc. I mean, y'all don't. I mean, I, I don't know what you're looking. for. Like Twelve you,
4: pack or something. Yeah. What the fuck?
2: Yeah.
3: So are you going to? Are you going to? Are you going to slip Mickey's into your reg, regular rotation now? If I can get it for five bucks, yeah, bro.
2: <laughs> it's all about <laughs> how inexpensive it is. Yeah,
3: bro. For real,
4: bro.
2: Yeah, buddy. (laughs) All right. The
4: one thing I will never have is brand loyalty. I got wallet loyalty.
3: (laughs) There's Ah. your, uh, there's your Dave Dave Ramsey advice with uh, Hard Buddy Harper.
2: That's actually, that's a lot of dudes I know. Right. That ain't stuck to a certain brand.
3: Yeah. No, no, it's it's and it's not brand loyalty. But there's things you can't skimp on. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like it's got to have shit yeah. paper.
4: Right. It's got to have power Power locks.
3: Yeah, you can't. You Look, I don't need Charmin, but I can't have
4: fucking dollar store toilet paper. Right. Yeah. I keep a pack of that just in case something stupid happens. Because you never know this room like you're like, damn, I forgot to get toilet paper. And you wipe your ass with Burger King napkins Or some shit right. So I keep a pack Wait. of that cheap Floor paper In the fucking in, in the closet in a hallway just in case That happens I still Like dash there you know It's like a spare tire In your fucking trunk So,
3: so Are they specifically Burger King Napkins or is that just like For an example I mean, whatever, yeah. Okay. And so- I keep
4: a roll in my fucking car.
2: I knew guy. that was
4: coming. And, and I keep a roll in my fucking, in my bag for when we have shows. Because these motherfuckers shit like they're getting paid for it in the fucking <laughs> locker room. And I know, and so if I go take a shit and there's no toilet paper, they ain't catching my ass in fucking autopilot. I got my own motherfucker. <laughs> Because there's what? a good chance of that fucking happening. Cause he's asshole shit nonstop in the fucking locker room. Non stop. It's like, bro, you couldn't shit if we left the fucking house. So my life,
2: almost... life lessons on t- making sure you're prepared with your own toilet paper, whether on the go or at home, with hard body opera. Really? Mike,
3: it, did did they used to shit this much back when you were around, or is this a new development?
2: nah bro wrestlers are just nasty some bitches i honestly you know what i think it is them dude bro i don't get it like i used to kind of get butterflies in my stomach a little bit right especially especially, especially if it was
5: like with it too
2: yeah because, especially because
5: the closer
4: i get to the match i feel it
2: I've yeah
4: got to shit i gotta piss i'm thirsty fuck
2: yeah like I used to get the like butterflies, especially if it was a show that nice crowd. or was working somebody, you know, really good Chris Adams, you know, something like that. Yeah, I get like the or I get cotton mouth too. I'd have to pee a lot. Never had yeah. to take a dump right before. So like, like you get those butterflies and those feelings. But man, these dudes, bro, I, I don't like Harper said. It's like. What the hell's wrong with y'all? Constantly, you I mean, so uh, let me
3: ask. So, is it a rib to come in there and see if you can't blow up and bomb the the whole area and mess everybody's night up?
2: It no, it might be to some to people. Anyway. Yeah, I'm but, gonna
3: save up this so I can I can tear up the locker room and everybody. Bro, they going.
2: let me tell you a story, dude. You know that you know the building Cornette used to always talk about on a drive through in Homa. Yeah. Yeah. So the East From Park Rec Center. Rex Center this is a this is yeah. at least it was back then when I used to go there because right? I, Cause I wrestled show, there uh,
5: I worked at building
2: so I wrestled there quite a few times in the in nineties um in late nineties mid mid to late nineties and the bra the toilet at this point in time, like in the area where we would get dressed, it was just sitting in the middle of nowhere. Like, there was no walls around it or anything. and
3: That's a real...
2: What Right, right. But again, it's a rec center that's used for many other purposes if besides pro
3: If you have enough forethought that this space needs a toilet, then it also needs an enclosure. Unless you're, a, so unless you're there, in prison.
2: Chris Adams then, is...
3: I still think people have certain rights.
2: Chris Adams is on a show there one night and I'm in the back. This mother walks up to the toilet, drops his pants, sits down and starts shitting in a room full of dudes. And I'm like, that's impressive, bro. I mean, and I know it's got to be a rib because he's one of them old timers. That's something those old timers would do. But brother dropped a log and yeah, I don't know if he wiped. I wasn't looking and then he went and worked his match. That's like, so, again,
3: that's like OPP type shit.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah.
3: So here's what I want to know since we're on the topic.
2: This is better than the show that we're about to review, I yes. guess.
3: Yes. That's why I, I, I'm fucking dragging this shit out. So <laughs> speaking of that and that word, you also sent us a Bigfoot poop, as you
2: said. Oh, my God. So we know wrong it's you, not Hopper? Bigfoot.
3: But where were you when you took a picture of a toilet that, that was wrong, full Hopper. of mess? And then sent it to me and Mike. Dude, it was at Walmart. Disgusting. I
4: couldn't believe when I walked it. I was like, I, "It's so bad, I couldn't tell if it was shit or throw up." <laughs>
2: oh god! What did it smell like?
4: Like shit, but it didn't. It. it, it I was like, "Who would do this,
2: bro?" And it was I'm enough even... toilet paper for fucking. I,
4: you know, I was like, "I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like who?" Because then, it didn't, then, then I'm thinking. One of these motherfuckers wearing a fucking blue vest has to come in here yeah. and clean this shit. And, and out of all those motherfuckers bitching, oh, I want $15 an hour to, to fucking stock cans of pork and beans. I, I fucking roll my eyes at it. That was the time. That, that motherfucker should be getting 15 bucks an hour. Because <laughs> I was like, shit. I was like, one of these motherfuckers has to come in here and clean his shit. That and shit- then go home. And then and then start their fucking day over again tomorrow.
3: That shit turned Harper into Bernie Sanders.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Politics free. Jesus. Oh, my God. That
3: was a a toilet full of mess. I mean, seriously, you ought to, at that point, just get a forklift in there and lift up the toilet and take it out to the dumpster and start over.
2: No, got to burn the place down at that point. When That's you see yeah, another like that. option. That that was disgusting. Just.
3: Uh. Oh. oh yeah. All right, we'll I, get
2: doc. We'll, we'll get into we the. We
3: are we're kicking this new year off for the for everybody in a in a completely foul and disgusting and uh, drawn out way. Um, is there any? Should we go ahead and talk about five star relief or how you want to? Let's handle get in.
2: This? No, no, no. Let's get into the show and then. Uh, When I kick, you know, when I, as I'm kicking into the show right here uh, from July 27th of 91, we're going to talk about it because there's not a lot to talk about in it. I mean, it's a two hour show, but there's a good bit to talk about, but now, we'll talk about the five-star relief as we uh. Is get this into Is this
3: our show. ninth calendar year that we've been active?
2: I'm not what year good that. We, start we, we, we started in May of 2015.
3: God damn. Why are we still doing this? Well.
2: It's because as you
3: just got through listing, we're still that good. Now fellowship. Um, so that is one, two, carry the one, minus three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our ninth year.
2: Fuck. You confuse people when you say that because our eight year anniversary is gonna be in like five months.
3: Wait, wait. It's not my fault if people can't do math.
2: Okay. He's counting the actual year harper so he's saying 15 is 1 16 is 2 17 like you see what i'm saying how he's doing it that's that's how he's figuring the years it it it, it, it. I get this. He does it to make me mad because he's he knows that folks can be like, where are you going to count 15 to 22? Now you That's-
3: need to tell Doc how to fucking count to 10. That's what you need I mean, to do right now. Jesus Christ,
2: man. He's supposed to be the smart dude with the PhD. Motherfucker can't count 15 to 22 equals 7. Well, it's huh? just bullshit. Which well, 23 need
3: to put is me late. on the podcast. I know about wrestling. Let me straighten
2: <laughs> him up. That stupid son Give me a gas spot. I'll show him what it's all about. Okay. No problem. Okay. Um get into the show. July 27th, 1991. We kick it off. Um this thing uh, according to the history of wwe.com, this show was taped July 9th of 91 at the Leon County Civic Center in Florida. It says in front of 6,500 people, according to the internet, 3,700 were... Uh, Leon County Civic Center, Tallahassee, Florida, if you want to look it up. Think while we're, you think it's still there? No. I have no clue. But um, 3,700 people were paid or paying because kids' tickets were free. So, during the oh. intro... Jim Ross voiceover is telling us the WCW world tag title tournament begins tonight. Paul Lee and JR are going to be on commentary. The rules for the tag tournament mean you must win by pin or submission. Any DQs, count outs, et cetera, mean that you are out of the tournament. So if it's a double count out, both teams would lose, but uh, we do have a world tag title tournament. Don't get confused because there's also going to be a, U.S. title tournament, not tag, but just for the U.S. belt as well, happening soon. Uh, Doc, before I go to the first match with PN News and Brian Carr, anything from the opening? No, sir. All right. So, uh, we go to the first match, and it is Harper's favorite fat woman, PN News, shaking his thing in the ring. (laughs)
3: Look at this
2: motherfucker.
3: Uh, What do you think the mic smelled like when he Handed
2: it back to Gary Mike. Bro, he did a cartwheel and a dropkick just now. This is what I was trying to go back to because I had a timestamp. Hip toss on Brian Carr, cartwheel, like, and a dropkick. Oh, boy. Ah, Big boy. Uh, I don't know what the mic
4: I bet he smells like fried food. That's all I'm (laughs) just saying. He smells like something fried.
3: Is that what the mic smelled like when he handed it back to Capetta? It probably smelled like Popeye's. Wow. Luciana Fs.
2: Oh, Hopper, that's kinda racist.
3: Popeyes.
5: Huh?
2: You gotta say fried something else, not chicken. Why? because well, he's P and me with well, the rap right. that. Yeah.
4: He's a white guy. That's his problem if he's if he's uh what do you
3: call it, black facing
2: bro. Look, he's dancing. <laughs> look at the dance. This dude, this dude is <laughs> over, bro, with this stupid dance, man. Bro,
3: no, he's popular.
4: He's shit. not over. Damn, yeah, that's a difference,
2: huh? <sighs> it's hilarious. Anyway, not, um, so Pauly mentions he's going to speak to Mrs. York later. Wait till you hear that. Boy, I got some notes on that. He also says something about the sale of Mr. Hughes. Just Hold off. Come on. Mr. Hughes was sold. I'm just repeating now what they said on commentary.
3: Yeah, it is messed it up. Is when they try to buy
2: right. <laughs> now you know how it feel when somebody trying to buy you. So more on that later. Paul Lee also asked J.R. when news raps um uh if he's gonna rap in Phoenix tonight. Phoenix tonight, because they're going to Phoenix later tonight. Is he going to do it in English or Spanish? Because the people in Phoenix don't speak English, according to Paul Lee. And then Paul Lee does, some own, does his own lame rap. And J.R. is completely pissed with Paul Lee, and we're not even five minutes into the show. He's just mad. He's ticked off at him for being stupid. He's not entertained at all. Doc, anything before I go to the finish? Oh, no. 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 Okay. So our boy uh, PN News Junior is gonna hit the broken record on Brian Carr. Uh, he slams him, and then hits the splash, and there
5: you go, Mike.
2: Move no, come on. And News is trying to rap after the match, and he's blown up, and it's funny because he's breathing like Tim Horner, and um, they're cheering for him though, man. They're into him. Doc, any thoughts? Nope. This is terrible, is it not? Yep. (laughs) I wonder what they did. You think someone's like, man, you could
3: pass with being black. You could pass with being light-skinned. I mean... How is it it to be so racist that you won't just hire some black people and pay them?
2: Yeah. Well, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) Okay, well, where Harper and I are from, there are... Yeah. Black, yes, there are black folks who are lighter I, they, they, they than a I piece am. of loose leaf paper. Yeah. So it's not the craziest thing. Um, I've had this conversation with a million people, especially especially having a conversation in Texas, because in Texas, my daughter's light, and they swear she's Mexican. They think and, she's a Latina. Yeah. And but she ain't got her she got a lot of stuff in her, and they, that ain't that ain't want, that ain't it. I mean, nothing against the Latino folks, but she's got no Latino in her. So I don't think people realize when you say that Harper, that where we're from, it is very common to yeah. be Creole, completely man. yeah yeah. But we got to keep moving because the York Foundation is about to cut a promo, and boy, my ears perked up when I heard this Harper. Just listen. I hate to quote JYD, but now you see how I feel when somebody try to buy you. Um, Here it is.
0: We're back here on TBS. This is Paul E. Dangerously in a press conference with the York Foundation. And, Miss York, it's no secret around WCW that the York Foundation is undergoing sweeping reorganization.
6: Paul E., I'm here to tell you today about those changes. Recently, Mr. Hughes was purchased from the York Foundation for an incredible amount of money. How much money? I can't tell you how much money. There was a hush clause. I can't tell you how much money. It was a lot. It was a lot. He performed his duties here at the York Foundation like a true professional. We wish him only the best. But it was a great business move for us.
0: So now you're telling me that Terrence Taylor and Richard Morton are going to be the York Foundation.
6: No, I'm not telling you that.
0: You mean there's somebody else now? Yes. Well, who is it?
6: I can't tell you that, Polly.
0: You can't tell me. Is it, uh, it's, it's an athlete. He's here in WCW. Yes. He's a great athlete. Superb. And you think he will become the next member of the York Foundation?
6: Yes, I do believe that. Barry Wyndham. Can't tell you, Polly. All right,
0: she can't tell us, so what we're going to do right now is we're going to... Sting?
6: I can't tell you, Polly.
0: Okay, she can't tell us, so I can't tell you. What we're going to do right He's now... great. He's great. Well, we're gonna go back Dustin Rose. I can't tell you. Tom. She can't tell me, I can't tell you. Let's go back to the ring.
2: Um, Doc, did your ears perk up when you were taking notes on this and she I, says Mr. Hughes was purchased
3: for an incredible sum of money.
2: Yeah. Bruh <laughs> Like okay, Close we've by heard. The
3: pound? jesus
2: what, Christ. We, okay so to be clear we've been watching wrestling for many years at this point we have heard many times managers of wrestlers or commentators will mention oh such and such purchased the contract uh for such and such or they'll now be managing such and such like we've like heard that type of talk oh the contract was purchased They made it sound like the dude was purchased. Like, we just purchased. We sold him for a lot of money. Now, we know he's with Luger and Harley Race now from the pay-per-view, but this is the first time we're hearing that he was sold. Jesus.
3: Interesting choice of words.
2: Boy, is it. (laughs) I I ain't trying to be woke here. I'm not trying to, like, go there. I'm just saying... Hell, that's a hell of a choice of words, man. Like, if you did that, can you imagine if they use those words <laughs> now? No. With, a, with a black talent on television? He, he was purchased from the York... Well, he was what? Fucking oh, my type God. Type Bruh! <laughs> I almost played that for my wife. I was like, nah, she's going to work working no, to a shoot. That'll be
3: the end of the podcast. Do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do it right before she goes to bed.
2: Oh, God, no.
4: See, yeah, I think I remember WWF doing that when uh, I can't remember if he sold him or he was traded. When uh, <laughs>
3: that's not any better.
4: It, it, it was uh, Jim Jimmy Hart either sold or he traded King Kong Bundy to to Bobby oh. Heenan. Okay. That's okay. You can trade white people.
2: Yeah, right. you can do it with white people. Doc, you are so stupid. That is so. That sounds so bad. That's all right. You can do it, white people. This is a black man on a national television show, and nobody. It's like, oh, he was purchased from the York. Purchased.
3: Nobody was like, hmm. And they fired Jr.
4: because he was too southern. Right. And they're selling Bruh. black men on
3: television. <laughs> I mean, look, it's
2: it's when you it's work wrestling, for a big company, okay.
3: Sometimes you only hear what you want to hear.
2: And it's it's wrestling. Like I, I mean, I'm not trying to say anybody should have been fired here. It's just it's one of those things where in twenty twenty three eyes you're like, Oh boy, they said what? It's kinda like when we were watching the Rocky King thing. It's and just good Rocky's stuff. Yeah. Right. Doc, any other thoughts on this? No, that Mr. was certainly you... something. That was interesting. Like, oh, boy. All right. I don't, well, we go to... It,
3: I don't mean to. I don't know. I'm not going to say it was intentional because I don't think it was, but it was unfortunate regardless. Yes.
0: So I don't think it was like intentional to either. We
3: apologize to all our um, people of color that had to endure that last segment. Uh, we would like to apologize for your pain. Like Phil. Yeah, and you're suffering. Yeah, Phil. Ian, yeah, Phil. You, your BTT reparations will be in the mail.
2: Um, just to for the record, Mr. Hughes is essentially a bodyguard now. He's, I mean, we know that, but it's still just when you hear it, it's like, oh boy. Okay, we'll keep going. The enforcers beat down Ian Weston and a gentleman by the name of Sonny Trout. Next week, the enforcers will meet the Young Pistols in the World. Uh. Tag title tournament, so we know that's. Can you hit
3: me with fourteen forty?
2: Yeah, what are we looking for?
3: Boston Crab.
2: Oh, when he's when he's wrenching back on that guy.
3: He's wrenching back on him, and Arn comes in and kicks him in the back of the head.
2: Yeah. So, and that was Zabisco.
3: Gentlemen, wrestlers. There's a little wiener hanging out. Um. What that can't feel good. That can't feel good, and now this. <laughs> Just getting curb stomped while in a Boston Crab I guess it depends on how flexible you are I'm like,
2: yeah and it didn't look as bad as I
3: thought. the first they're time champions. Looked, I mean they're yeah. going to make it work yeah. who's a champion no I mean like Zavisco and, and right. Barn okay. are great Larry like Zavisco
2: that underrated tag team. Huh? Now, 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 right here, Doc. That doesn't feel good. He did a, a Zabisco does a Ronnie Garvin on this guy right here. He ties him up like a pretzel. When he, when he, that doesn't feel good. Like, I don't I mean it doesn't hurt, but anytime your head is pressed down to your chin and That's somebody's wrenched wrenching on your leg (laughs) pulling it up that doesn't feel good so bisco was being stiff with this guy this this
4: is when they uh awa dried up and that's why he's here Um,
2: and you that's right you weren't here for the last week's regular episode because doc and i did it on friday so uh they're you know they're a tag team now and they're going to be a formidable one and last week oran
3: came out and cut a vicious promo on some folks
2: Yeah, he was slicing and dicing up the freebirds. He
3: called Garvin a bearded lady and said, I'll I'll look out here and see a sideshow. I don't see a wrestler out here.
2: (laughs) It was good. (laughs) Well, Arn hits the spine buster and he pins uh, the guy with the white singlet on and the enforcers pick up the victory. No surprise there. So after that, we're gonna get a promo from uh, Arn and the Enforcers. Uh, Doc, do you have any other thoughts on the clothes before I go to this promo? Or the finish no, I go to the promo? No, just notice that
3: kid that you see right there. Mm-hmm. One of these kids, and I think it's the blonde one there, is gonna hold up the four fingers, but go
2: ahead. Okay, here it is. I've been
5: very impressed in recent weeks, ladies
1: and gentlemen, watching the Enforcers in action. We heard their challenge to the Freebirds for the United States Tag Team Championship. Next week on the broadcast during the World Tag Team Title Tournament, they will take on the Young Pistols. Larry Zabisco, Arn Anderson have to be leading contenders for any championship they choose to go after. Yeah, let me tell you something, Ross. Once upon a time, there was a creature that walked the face of the earth, and he was a feared thing. He was the kind of guy that would look death in the face and spit in its eyes. And his spirit sat on the horse next to Attila the Hun, and rode in the car next to Frank Nitty. And slowly, technology has beaten this creature down to where, in the 1990s, he's on the top of the endangered species list. And I'm talking about the real man from a time when men were men and women kept their mouths shut. Then we had these idiots like Charles Darwin, Doctor Spock, L. Ron Hubbard convince all these (laughs) fools that the pen is mightier than the sword. But you know what? When the pen fails, the world calls in the enforcers. And as far as I'm concerned, the two last real men are right here. Larry Zabisco and Arn Anderson. The bottom line is, in amateur sports, sportsmanship is the way to go do the right thing but in a grown man's sports professional wrestling the winner is the one who ends up with the most toys i'm talking about the u.s belts i'm talking about the world belts i'm tired of covering everybody else's butt i'm looking after me i'm looking after him and the only one i have to please is my banker and that is the bottom line as we come back, we'll hear
2: from Gordon Sony of the WCW. Hubber you all right over there? You uh, rubbing one out or are you okay? Well, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Uh, Arn is back and he's talking about collecting belts and uh, setting a precedent. Doc, I, I thought I thought both of them were actually real good there. The Bisco got philosophical and stuff. Arne. Yeah, Dr. He's, Spock. Yeah. yeah, L. Ron L. Hubbard. Come on, <laughs> i was i actually thought it was great like like i don't know man zabisco i didn't like him during that era at the studio he was okay but nothing spectacular but man he he's good as one of the enforcers I, i i'm enjoying it i agree uh anything else Harper? you got anything else from it
4: no it was good shit pal
2: we keep moving. I don't know if we're gonna top what Harper said earlier because he was throwing out some yeah. gems in the in the in the intro talk before we got to the the review port. But uh, so we go to the WCW Control Center with Gordon Soley. Uh, Soley is talking about the uh, U.S. Uh, title tournament that's gonna happen uh, because Lex Luger had to vacate the title that he won uh, since he won the world title. He's got to vacate the U.S. Uh, They show us some highlights of Johnny B. Badd and um, uh, Terrence Taylor, who will fight tonight to decide who the last entrant in the tournament will be. And then Gordon mentions all the greats who have won the U.S. title. And lastly, Gordon throws to a video of Bill Kazmaier doing various different feats of strength. Kazmaier will be coming into the promotion uh, shortly, um, like actually wrestling and stuff. So the tournament will will consist of... U.S. title tournament, heavyweight title tournament. Barry Windham, Nikita Kolov, Beautiful Bobby Eaton, Arn Anderson, Dustin Rhodes, Sting, Stunning Steve, Diamond Stud, Z-Man, Yellow Dog, and the winner of Johnny B. Badd and Terrence Taylor this week. Uh, that is your U.S. title tournament. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on this announcement, which we kind of expected at this point since he uh, Luger won the world title?
3: So is like a lifter dude, right?
2: Yeah, like a. Strong man, is he going to do
3: any skits like Paul Ellering did in Mid South?
2: Rock, uh, no, rock the Cashmare, no. rock the Cashmare. No, nothing like that. Mm-mm.
3: Those were your I favorite, just, weren't they?
2: They were tremendously terrible <laughs> and bad and hilarious all in one. Yeah, they were a train wreck. You couldn't help but watch them.
4: I just got I mean, a notification that uh, I bought a Rick <laughs> Ramco. AWA figure from someone, and I just got the notification that uh, it's. I got the tracking
3: number, so it's on its way. Merry Christmas! I know,
2: huh? yeah, happy early Christmas to you. Yeah, I hate you.
4: It was Can fucking talk- like, dude, it, it was like 10 bucks. Mike is his Facebook page to follow the AWA Ramco figures. He guy's like, I got a whole bunch of them, I'm getting rid right on 10 bucks a pop. I was like, What
2: did you and get, get it off? The- so. So was it from from eBay or it's just his no, personal it's some, collection? No,
4: yeah, it's some guys like, and I just PayPal them. It's like, and uh, last night, and he's, you know, he just submitted the uh,
2: tracking number. Let me tell you, what's dangerous? E- eBay's dangerous. Not that somebody's gonna take your money, because there's a lot of shit on there that I wanted as a kid, and it's all there. Now it's I know. all there. And Dude. People get.
4: Perfect example. They got a place over here. I think it's called Second and Charles or something. You to know what that is. Is
2: yeah. a- no, but
4: they sell like they sell records, like a huge record d- thing. They sell used video games, used books, used music. And I got Tiffany some some uh, records there for uh, Christmas, some old David Bowie and Elton John stuff. And I, I'm leaving. And I see, I, I just walked by the video games just to do it. And they have a 1977 Atari 2600 looks clean. You can tell they fucking dissected it and they fucking cleaned it. Sitting in the glass was $70. I had to like physically remove myself from the
3: fucking store. To stop I still got running. mine.
4: Do you really? Yeah. It still works?
3: I don't know. We hooked up the Nintendo a few weeks ago, and it works.
4: I bet it still works. Is it the one with the wood grain? Yes. Okay. There you go.
3: What year did you get it? Oh, probably about 81 or 82. Oh, okay.
2: Harper, I still had mine. Katrina uh, took it. Oh, shit. Yeah, it it was at my mom's house. I could tell you where it was sitting and everything. I was like, well, there goes that.
4: Because I have mine as a junior, which was the last ones they made, which is, it's about as big as a fucking laptop. It's it's a, it's a compact one, but I want the original six-switch Woody, and it was sitting there, and I had to
3: force myself to walk out the fucking store.
2: The next guy to... you
3: manage ought to be named six-switch six, six you know. Woody, <laughs> but that ought to be his finish.
2: You know, the irony of us having this discussion about stuff like that, because I can hear our ladies listening to this going, why would you want that? It's pointless. Man. You know, it's like, you know, all the crap y'all buy. They, they want to steal our joy, man. Yeah. It. OK, let's keep let's keep moving. Ten minutes
3: before w- we came in and recorded, I caught shit because the Cowboys are ruining Christmas because we're playing on Christmas Eve.
2: Like it's your fault. You made the schedule. <laughs> oh my boy. <laughs> Jesus. All right, uh well, we gotta go to the that game, huh?
3: That doesn't mean I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I'm just saying because what's his name's not gonna be playing. Oh well, this has already happened, so you gotta talk about it like it already Oh
4: happened. yeah. It's just like quantum leap. I <laughs> forgot.
2: Let's keep going, because y'all going to comment on this. The Diamond Stud versus the Yellow Dog. I'm sure, Doc, your filthy triple X rated mind has thoughts on today's studette that's coming into the ring right now to rip the pants off of the Diamond Stud.
3: That's an ugly girl who thinks she's hot, because she has okay. long hair.
2: God, really? dime
4: a dozen, huh? Yeah. Jesus Christ, I hate women like that. It's like, who fucking lied to you your whole life?
2: Jesus Hubbard, do you Huber? You prefer blonde or brunette? Uh, I guess blondes. I mean, you you like blonde. the, well, you like the Latinas though. So I figured oh, you yeah, go. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah.
4: That was a drug to me. You see, that's the thing. That, that was a drug. And yeah. I had to kick me. I tell you, perfect example. My favorite cereal is cinnamon toast crunch. Right. <laughs>
2: right. I don't okay. buy it. Cause if I do, I'll eat the whole box in fucking two days. In one sitting, yeah.
4: Yeah, and that's what fucking latinas were. Fucking latinas are half crazy, bro. I mean, right? <laughs> that's like going to the fucking woods and getting a coyote and like, oh, I'm gonna tame him and put him in a backyard and like, fucking fuck spaniel, and the and the coyote's like, no, motherfucker. I am not a cocker spaniel. I will fucking rip your goddamn throat out, and I'll kill your fucking cat, and I'll bite your fucking kid. I don't eat alpo. I eat rabbits, bitch. Get me out of this fucking backyard.
5: <laughs> That's how it is,
4: they fucking latinos. Just fucking let it be. Let it be. Go rescue a fucking nice dog that loves kids and is gonna eat the alpo and, and be a good
3: dog. <laughs> oh,
5: get <the> tag <laughs>
3: I'd like I'd like to apologize to all our Latinas out there. Axel Be- Armando, he knows.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the views and opinions of Hardbody Hopper uh, are not the views and opinion of BTT Corporate. And uh, we do want to apologize for hard Body Harper's lack of sensitivity towards uh, Latino women. Um, you well, all are cherished. beautiful, and they we love you.
3: Our cherished, Our cherished Latino community.
2: Yeah, Bro, he compared Latino women <laughs> to a coyote. <laughs> Come on. Police Bro, not, your, not. Let me tell you something. Your analogies are second to none.
3: <laughs> Prospero yeah. on you.
2: It's like he it would that that reminded me of the rant when he went off when he so incorrectly went off about pit bulls. He's like it's like putting a nine millimeter load with a with a with a magazine full of bullets on your living room table and having kids run around and act like, you know, eventually they ain't gonna shoot themselves. <laughs> like Jesus. <laughs> I'm like he compared a pit bull to a weapon. <laughs> Oh, like a, a nine millimeter with 15 rounds in the mag. Oh, all right. Uh, let's keep going. So this is a big match: the Diamond Stud versus the Yellow Dog. And before the match, the Z Man comes down in the ring, and he's got the Yellow Dog's back, which means the Yellow Dog doesn't have anybody getting his back. And oh. J R mentions again that if and when Yellow Dog's mask comes off, and if it's Pillman, then Pillman will be banished. Which again is funny because he's already supposed to be banished, but yeah, that's, that's the point of the mask. stupid. Uh, it's funny. I don't. I don't get up uh, about and, it. And why did the term Yellow Dog is that from something? I I think this was a Florida thing, like um, from uh, and I I think it's from Florida. I I really do. Uh, make sure you DM Body Hopper on Facebook. He would love to hear from you to confirm what she he just the asked Lance. me. Uh, Lance won't care. No. Um, Doc, any thoughts on this match before I wrap this one up from the finish? Because they do give him some time. Man, they gave him about ten, twelve minutes on this one.
3: These two guys are fine together. Um, as you might expect, the ending um, that mask comes off super easy.
2: It's just a pull on. It's not a um. Right. That didn't sound it right. doesn't cover any tight.
3: of it. It doesn't yeah. cover any of his face. Which
2: so if you if you've ever worn like a wrestling mask, the the ones with the the strings in the back, those are the best ones because they will actually stay on you and not move, especially if they're measured for you really well. Um, his mask is just something that he pulls over, so it doesn't uh yeah it comes off with ease so the finish is um yellow dog with some chops to the diamond stud and then he skins the cat and then he hits a diamond stud with a missile drop kick um ddp's on the apron but ddp trips yellow dog and stud pulls the mass off yellow dog z-man rolls in and puts a t-shirt over yellow dog's head and face and then yellow dog rolls uh but the uh, stud is like oh yeah this is good i got it and then, yellow dog gets up and rolls up the diamond stud and gets the win. So, with a towel on his head, this is the finish is really wonky. But uh, God,
5: look at yellow C- dog wearing
2: wins. Them
4: fucking bicycle shorts.
2: Yep, it's exactly what that is from from back then. <laughs> Doc, any other thoughts on this yellow dog thing?
3: I didn't think it was too bad. So what? It's <laughs> still, it's
4: you know, it's still going on
2: yeah he doesn't he doesn't know that nobody saw his face i mean this ain't this ain't 1080p here or 4k so we didn't see his face he had a towel on his head when he rolled up the diamond stud and won so there's that from there they go to commercial we come back and we go to luger and mr hughes and harley race um i just harley race's promos doc are spectacular during this era to me um what did you have from this
3: I mean, it was good. It, it's it, to me. I'm waiting to see the next shoe drop because we haven't really seen it. We've heard a couple of promos, but it happened at the end of that match. So I'm ready to see like some heel Luger in the ring.
2: Right. Um. You gonna get heel Luger and heel race with well, what's coming it, with him and uh, Ron Simmons?
3: Let's get there, bro.
2: Uh, yeah, I hear you. All right, so we'll keep the show moving. And the next match is Dustin Rhodes versus Desperado Black Bart. Yes, uh, Doc. So the Desperados are gone, but and no more skits. But we do have Desperado Black Bart still. So, so they although, were
3: gone before they ever got to WCW.
2: It seems that way. Um, that's and like that's
4: so like, stupid, bro. Someone spitting money doing those vignettes for nothing.
2: Well, and like Dutch told me on Twitter, like Dutch said on Twitter, dead on arrival. Uh. Doc, anything from Dustin and Desperado Black Bart, which does not last long at all?
3: Well, we're too Southern here. What do you mean by that? Well, we got a Texas fest here.
2: Yeah. You know,
3: it happened. Is Bart in cowboy boots or wrestling boots that look like cowboy boots? It's probably... Uh It's probably cowboy boots with the with the sole on them.
2: Yeah, I would say the same thing.
3: Yeah. Could you? Because my question was can you ra- really wrestle in cowboy boots? No. 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 You can't move around that shit like that? No, no. Right.
2: No, no ain't not a chance of hell, man. Fuck that. Yeah. Cowboy boots yeah. are
3: kind of a dumb piece of footwear anyway.
2: Okay. I mean, I don't wear them. I've got, I, no. I got boots. It ain't cowboy boots, though. What are they? Um, What brand are they? They're them, uh Oh, Jesus Christ. Timberlands? I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> you get it? Because you're black. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's not funny. I mean, it's just going to be stupid as usual. we
3: and I are having a ball. What's wrong?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's so funny. It
3: always works.
2: Right, when right. When somebody the... tries to buy you. Now you see how it feels when somebody try to buy you. I had somebody ask me to do a whole show in that voice. And let me tell you oh, something. You my would voice. <laughs> I, would, I would pass out.
3: You'd have an aneurysm.
2: Oh, yeah. All right. Dustin wins. And then we go to the WCW top 10. Uh, no surprises there. Other than Elegante is rated above folks like Steve Austin, Johnny B. Bad. Bobby Eaton and Dustin Rhodes, which makes no sense. Um, Then we go to the next match. Big Josh versus a gentleman by the name of Tony Mello. That guy looks Uh, familiar. Yes, he does. And I can't figure out who he is. And I probably should know. Was he the Cuban assassin?
6: No. No, No, That's that's, Sierra.
2: That's Sierra. But this guy reminded me of him, which made me. Man, that guy
4: looks very familiar.
2: Yes. And I didn't Google who was Tony Mello. I'm sure somebody yeah, will. He's probably like a,
4: a career jobber, I think.
2: Why don't you watch some of his matching and then you tell me what you think What's his here. name? Tony Mello. Like, you know, Mello Yellow, but just uh-huh. M-E-L-L-O. So, Tony M-E-L-L-O. Uh, Doc, we get a quick match. Big Josh hits him with his finisher and wins. Eh, about two, two and a half minutes time. Any thoughts on Big Josh and Tony Mello?
3: Not a single
2: one. All right. We'll let Harper look up who Tony Mello is and I'll keep moving. Uh, So we go to commercial and then we go to a replay of footage from the WCW control center where they mention about the Steiners being stripped of the world tag titles. Remember because um, Scott is hurt. uh, Got a hurt bicep or whatever during this time period. Um, And then we go to, I got to get here. Hold on doc. I'm trying to get to the point. We're going to go to a pre a promo. This is from the Freebirds and the Hardliners. Let's see what these two got to say. Harper, I know you're looking up Tony Mello now. I want you to pay attention to Big Daddy Dink and Michael Hayes uh, when they start talking and just how they look. Here it is.
1: Uh, but it was a book real. WCW had no alternative. Paul, what kind of match do you think this is going to be?
0: Oh man, this is going to be a real war. I mean, the master of the dirty tactics, the fabulous Freebirds against the guys that put Scott Steiner out of action, the Hardliners. This is going to be a war.
1: Fans, we're going to go up to Gary Michael Capetta, but, but first, let's hear these pre-recorded comments from the Hardliners and from the Freebirds. Tell them. You know, Dick Slater won half of the Hardliners. The tournament has started. The countdown is on for the World's Tag Team Championship belts. It is a tournament. I can't understand it because they had to script the Steiners of it because it they be old Scottie, it be the old Scotty, the sissy, couldn't show up. Should they should have given hard. it to us. That's right. But now we're going to have to go through a tournament. We're going to have to go through a lot of great tag team combinations to win it. Well, Dick Slater, we're going to win it. There's only one thing to we'll do. Let's just take them. We're going to take it and cripple them. Steiners, hope you're ready. Freebirds, everybody else, get ready because the Hardliners are here. You know, Michael, we got the U.S. Tag Team Titles, and yeah, we're the World Six-Man Tag Team Champions, too. And right here on this program today, we're going to take on the Hardliners in the first of the World Tag Team Title Tournament matches. And we're excited because we've been there before. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Dick Murdoch and Dick Slater, mighty tough customers. But, baby, don't think the king of rock and rollers won't want to roll right over the Hardliners and add some more hardware
2: um i don't know doc nothing was said earth shattering here but when i got to these two cutting their promo i just was like look at these two buffoons um was it just me allegedly i mean
3: hayes that's that's what a rock and roll dude would have looked like in 1991 probably i don't know why you hate on that i I mean mean, i'm not hating on it both heels right Humper, yeah, both teams. Yeah. Heel versus heel. My first question is why?
2: What do you right. think Humper Dinks do rag smells like on his head? Oh
3: God. Bad. Sweat and sweat and cream. Yeah. Um and cigarettes.
2: Hopper, what kind of car are they driving around the territory these days? During nineteen ninety one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bacon a
4: 1980, let's see, a 1984 <laughs> Fleetwood. They think they're hot shit because there's a Cadillac, but it's, you know, it's it's from 1984, or it's the old body style. Let's get the bumper hanging off. <laughs> <laughs> you remember
5: those? Yes. yes. Yeah. Those fucking 80s Cadillacs, but what the fuck was that about? They couldn't make
4: one with a fucking... Where w- that plastic didn't fucking go out? Everyone no. fucking did that shit.
2: They couldn't, Harper. They sure couldn't. The oh, fuck? You know what got me about them cars back then, or like those uh, Monte Carlos, or those Cutlasses? They all had the roof that freaking fell. Like the, the, oh, the cloth know. The cloth came off the like. foam yeah. Uh, yeah. or whatever I didn't up there. supposed
3: to happen. I cut it out and then scraped the little foam that was on. I probably got as best as poisoning from it. But.
4: I did the same thing. My Trans Am did that. And, it, and then it, it would just, you know, there just, needless to say, the air conditioner did work in his fucking car. And I would roll down the fucking window and that shit would just start blowing. And I was like, this is great, man. But fucking, I mean, probably. But you couldn't tell me anything. I was in a black trans with T Top blasting AC DC like fucking Carl from fucking <laughs> Aqua Teen Hunger Force. With a marble light hanging out the fucking door. Hell Bro. yeah.
2: This <laughs> yeah. this dude is on extra tonight, man.
3: <laughs> you were rolling down the road with Smooth Up Inya on, on 20. Oh yeah.
2: Smooth Up Inya Whoa. Yeah, okay. Alright. Um, keeping the show moving. Uh, the Hardliners taking on the Freebirds here. Uh, this is a, I got a, a tag. This is a title match. I'm sorry. This is a tournament match for the world titles. Go ahead, Doc. What are you thinking?
3: Any one of these four guys lift weights? No.
2: Uh, Garvin did at a time. Right. For sure. But, but, but at the present time, no. Um...
5: Uh,
4: I mean Garvin
5: I mean looks looks,
4: I mean he's not Lex Luger but I mean he looks better than an average guy walking around a
5: fucking grocery store
2: yeah I I think Jimmy Garvin might still be doing some curls and benching at this moment like I think you could see him doing that but uh, the other three oh hell no yeah not happening that ain't working for them brother
3: can I get one twenty nine twenty three? 129.23.
2: 129.23. You sure can. Hold on one we're second. We're going to get a nice
3: sell of the DDT.
2: Alright. 129.23. Oh, there. just keeps jumping around on me. Alright. We're at 129.15. Here you go. Hayes. Clothesline on Murdoch. DDT. <laughs> Murdoch. <laughs> He's about to do the curly on the ground spinning around.
3: That made me laugh.
2: Yeah, uh, what else you got, Doc?
3: I was wondering if the hardliners should be repackaged and renamed the Dicks.
2: I could deal with that.
4: Call them the Baby Boomers.
2: The Dicks. Now that would fit. The Baby Boomers. And they come out the with big.
4: a... I don't know what, what would they come out with?
3: A crashed economy. A broken oh. <laughs> a broken economic system.
2: <laughs> uh a we're not privileged sign.
3: Okay. A refusal to go away into their old age and let other people rule the world. Come on.
2: Bro, I heard something today that was hilarious. Um it, it was an interview I was listening oh, to God. for someone. Yeah, that looked bad. That clothes on, on the outside. And the guy says, You know, he's like, the older I get The more I'm starting to realize that if you keep on living, the world keeps changing so much that you eventually are just like, you know, you're 85 years old. You're like, bruh, I wish they would just take me now because this ain't the world I grew up in. (laughs) (laughs) And I think there's some truth to that.
4: There is some truth to that. That's why I'm stuck in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Take me back to
2: 1985. And the longer we live, the further we get away from that. That's the yeah, no. double irony of it, you know? All right. Well, this match, um, Murdoch and Garvin are brawling. Murdoch goes for a brain buster, but Garvin lands on Murdoch as Dink pulls Murdoch's leg. Then on the outside, Murdoch lays out Dink and things break down quickly. The te- the team's in the brawling on the outside and are both counted out. And thus, they are eliminated from the tournament. No real surprise there, if you ask me. Um. They just eliminated two heel teams, so there's that. Uh, Doc, boy, we got a barn burner of the next oh, match. Jesus. We, we got the Cocaine Express, Tommy Rich and the Junkyard Dog versus Chuck Coates and Bob Cook. Um, They, know, they knew not to book a long match here. I think by the time this uh, thing, the bell rings, I don't know. We might have got about four minutes out of these guys. Doc, any thoughts on Tommy Rich and uh, J.Y.D., the Coke Express?
3: Yeah, I need some audio for 141.39. We need a little right. J.R. commentary.
2: 141.39? Yeah. All right, well, I'm at 141.36, so let's see what he's got to say.
1: I'd say a shade over the 300-pound mark.
5: That's oh it.
2: He's saying – I know what he's saying because he says this frequently – He's saying the dog is a shade over 300 pounds right now. Yeah. The junkyard dog is 340 at least. Damn, you think he's that big? He's tall, Hopper. He's not a short man. That's what I like. People always say. People always. I mean, he's not 6'7 or anything, but he's not a little short dude. So, you know, 6'2, 6'3, whatever his legit height was. I'm not trying to say what he was built as. But you know, you take his legit height into consideration and then how round he is, and yeah, he's easily three forty. Mm. I mean, I I've seen dudes my height that are three I, I was three hundred at one point. I, I know how three hundred looks on a Damn, five nine 300 frame. pounds? Yeah, at one point. When? Oh, it's been a long time.
3: This I fat bastard was a fat bastard.
2: I probably peaked around two the year two thousand or something as far as God like heavy. Damn,
3: boy. He he started bulking up so that he could uh take on Tommy Rich
2: and settle. And when my when my dad when my dad was sick too and I was driving back and forth uh you know, from Texas to Louisiana, I man, I was just eating bad, I was on the road every freaking weekend. I I, bro, I probably got back to like two seventy five during that time. I think I stress eat. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. I think that I think
4: I do that for real. Oh.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a real thing, bro.
4: And the worst thing they did was bring back those fucking Hubie Pies.
2: Doc has no clue what you're talking about.
4: Well, oh,
2: Uh, you got to explain it to him.
4: Hubie Pies is these things, these little pies, they've been around New Orleans forever, and then about 10 years ago, the bakery or whatever the shit you want to call it where they make them in New Orleans burnt down burnt and down. they recently built a new one uh, in 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 uh, Metairie so they're back on the st- store shelves and everyone is losing their fucking minds for them
2: how much they cost but, now Harper?
4: dude $250
2: Jesus Christ
4: my mom Every now and then, used to put one in my lunchbox when I was a kid. Two fucking fifty.
2: Yep.
4: Holy shit! I, I mean, they're good. They are good, but I mean, a two fifty, bro. Shh, come on, bro.
2: Bro, I you remember get you can get them for
4: that's five dollars, bro. What the fuck.
2: I remember when it used to be forty cents.
4: I know, bro. It's
2: crazy. I mean, and if you, if you if you vend vending machine, you can get them for a fifty mm-hmm. cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you man? get them, Yeah, you can get them out the store for like forty cents if you're just buying one at a time. Yeah, um, yeah. Cubic pies, man. They're good. They're damn good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Johnny Rich. I'm sorry. Tommy Rich and Jyd win uh, uh, by a pin. The uh,
4: <laughs> they're rolling. Uh, the rolling eight balls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's not. He's on us up there. All right. We We'll keep moving. Uh, we get some commercials and then we're gonna come back from commercial. And here's the thing the last match, which is Terry Taylor versus Johnny B. Bad, is actually cut off of the end of this episode. Um, so it's Johnny B. Bad versus Terrence Taylor. And this was supposed to be the last match of the show. Um, this was for who would be the last participant in the US title tournament. What I can tell you is Johnny B. Bad did win, thus he will be in the U.S. title tournament and not Terrence Taylor, uh, and that's how we go off air again. We the end of it is cut off, so we don't have the whole last match, but um, I think Harper brought the heat on this week's episode, so this one was great. So on that note, we need a rate it, and hand out some Rolexes. Before we do so, uh, please become a patron at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Doc and I were talking about the Tales from the Territories episodes that we've done, uh, plus all the pay-per-views that we've done for WCW up until this point in 91, and all the Clash of the Champions, which I believe is 15 of them, plus the World Class shows, the NWA Power shows, ECW shows, all are available on Patreon tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Look, we know your significant other did not give you what you wanted for Christmas. Thus, you can become a patron and uh, give the you deserve it. Give yourself the gift that you really wanted. And that's our Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Doc, we got to rate it and hand out Rolex. Uh, What are you going to rate this one?
3: I'm going to say where are the braids?
2: <laughs> uh, I knew that was coming. It's like clockwork, man.
3: Not great, but a couple of good things. I'm going to say B minus. Oh, really?
2: Mm. All right. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go B, and I'm going to tell you why. It was an hour and 48 minutes on the tape that we have but it felt like it went by real quick and maybe it It was because they had some replays in it and there were certain things that they repeated. Um, It didn't feel like it was like one of those two hour shows. So, um, and it wasn't, like it wasn't terrible. Um, They did answer some questions, you know, the U S titles held up. So you got to, you know, have a tournament and then you got the world tag title tournament. So, but it just went by quick. So I'm going to give it, I'm gonna give it a B. Like I I got no issue. Plus, we had an Arn Anderson promo in it, so that that right there gives it a B. Um Harper, what are you gonna rate it? A C plus. All right. Um, who's getting your Rolex, Doc?
3: <laughs> well, let me just say this.
2: Jesus Christ.
3: No, I think you're gonna come on board with me here.
2: Okay, fair enough.
3: I'm gonna tell you right now, as we enter year nine of this podcast.
2: The confusing people. <laughs> tonight the has path.
3: tonight has been one of the hottest, most entertaining shows this deep into a podcast run that anybody can throw out.
2: Harper was hitting on all cylinders. We man. busted
3: we busted the hymen on twenty twenty three. Am I oh, wrong? Oh
2: Jesus Christ. Um sure. <laughs>
3: I mean, in a metaphorical sense.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you.
3: And so, I'm giving my Rolex to Hardbody Harper tonight.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I would have never thought of that, but yes, he's getting it from me, too.
3: And and like I said, it's pretty hard to argue because he started this year hot. That's right. Happy New Year, bitches.
2: I got to go back and listen to this whole thing now because now I got to grab the timestamps from all of his... Phenomenal spots in this one. He
3: turned I mean, look, into a, it. He turned so, into a young buck tonight, bro.
2: No, no, I wouldn't never insult him like that. It was so good. We're gonna save five star relief in yeah. that promo for next week.
3: We'll, we'll pull that back for next week.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the, he, Harper was Harper was on something this week, man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna if give it to Harper, you too.
3: work. Make sure that they do that every time day we record. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well um hey i know christmas has passed i know new year's has passed uh maybe you celebrate those things maybe you hey, don't hey, but hey, no matter hey. what you celebrate please call or i'm called <laughs> email hard body hopper so that you can get your very own hard body hopper uh video shout out relationship advice you want them to cut them a, a cut a promo on someone email hard body hopper chris hopper 16 wildcat at gmail.com Tell him specifically what you want in your video and then PayPal him 20 bucks. We're recession proof to CC three zero three eight eight 88 CC at yahoo.com.
3: Hey, let me tell you this. Yes. Less than six weeks till Valentine's day.
2: Oh my God.
3: Be a great way to get your, your sweetie a messages from hard body.
2: <laughs> Bro. I hate October through valentine's day what you
4: hear about october yeah
2: my wife's birthday's in october oh. so i got october then i got christmas then i got valentine's day that's a rib on harper as we all mm-hmm. know by now then the the next two boots are both kids are one in march and one in april oh i don't get relief i don't even get relief then because then you got freaking mother's day Hmm. My relief
3: is the dry ass, dry ass desert in the summer that we have.
2: Yeah. It's when I finally get to June.
3: And it's 123 degrees outside.
2: And then I finally get June through September to not have to deal with some. And those are the most
3: depressing months of the year here.
2: I don't think people realize how depressing those months are for me.
3: It gets to be. A existential beatdown from the
2: two of us, bro. I get very salty and ornery Uh in the summer,
3: more so than usual.
2: Oh, I'm a miserable, you know what, summertime. So the only time I don't have to buy a gift for somebody is the hottest time of the year. What a rib on me!
4: What that that sucks. Sounds like, but
2: Doc knows what I'm talking about, man. You you you, bro. That Christmas, birthday, Valentine's Day, it's a rib on dudes. They really just...
3: I wouldn't say it's a rib. I'd say it's a shoot. Yeah, it's a shoot.
2: They really put the boots to us. Because you can't... Can no one's, you can sell
3: I mean, no one's a rib. buying us shit.
2: Yeah, you no can no-sell
3: a rib, but you can't no-sell the shoot.
2: <laughs> I, saw a t- I saw a tweet talking about uh why men don't celebrate birthdays. And it was from a woman and she says something like, Why do men uh why do men get so upset and don't celebrate their birthdays? And one of the dudes responded, and this is an old tweet, he was like, Because we're tired of getting socks when in return we're expected to pay for cruises. Yeah. If that doesn't encapsulate exactly why we hate Birthdays and Valentine's Day, and Christmas and Mother's Day, nothing does. And then the icing on the cake is they try to hijack Father's Day.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, they're gonna. Oh yeah, bro. Well, I'm about a single it. moms out there,
2: come bro. I was raised by a single mother. I've said this a million times. If she would have ever uttered the words I'm celebrating Father's Day too because I do the job of two I would have uh, looked at her and told her to shut up okay
3: that's real classy
2: and I'm leaving it at that's that
3: your pals. that's your mother that's your mother come on Christopher. <laughs> say whatever right, uh, you gotta uh, say about these other podcasts so we can get out of here
2: um wow um you're really an asshole aren't you well, well I'm, seriously, I,
3: well, I we, that's fucked up. How about, a, how, about, about Lassie, Blassie, yeah, how about we do I, it my way? Freddie Blassie. Yeah. How about we did that? Way? Don't don't say a word about anybody and just get out of here.
2: Is that what you want to do today?
3: Mike, uh, put them over. Do
4: they put you over? Yeah. Do they oh, put yeah, us yeah, over? Yeah. Oh, it.
2: they always put us over. Yeah. Yeah. They put us over. They Weekly. They, they, huh?
4: Weekly. Yeah. Well, that's, well they better
3: be, god damn it. With that you think
2: out. I do this for my health?
3: Oh, look, it's always it's always transactional with this guy. Here it comes black <laughs> yep. coming out. Yeah, if you scratch
2: <laughs> my back. <come> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna leave you with this tonight, Harper.
0: Uh-huh. Get that cold drink, lean back against the old learning tree for some wrestling education. What have you got today? Well,
1: here we go. Today's Learning Tree is a question from someone from Twitter. And this person uh, calls himself the Smoky Mountain Negro.
4: <laughs> no. Bruh. No. He just says it like he says it like it's part of
5: his daily vocabulary. Well,
2: well That's because it is. No. Jesus. No. Good job, Philip Allen. Good job. You got an old white Smoky Mountain fella to go there. Good go job, Philip. Go Eagles. G- Jesus Christ! I know Phil's gonna pop on that one, but I- I'm sorry. I I apologize, but
5: that never gets old.
2: It never gets old, bro. No, it's so terrible. It's terrible. He just won. Wanted- he just steam. He no sold it. Well. They, gotta,
4: has anyone else
2: brought that up? No, huh? I, I'm amazed. I think you know what? I think people are scared to mention it. Oh, yeah. I do. I, Doctor, do you agree or no?
3: Probably, yeah.
2: I think people are afraid. Like, look, we ain't cosigning on what he said. We're yeah. just presenting it. Like, there's a difference between between cosigning and saying, "Hey, listen to this." Now you make your own judgment. Um. Go listen to the whole thing if you want to hear it. But he answered Phil's question, too. That's the thing. He actually legitimately answered the question.
3: And liked it. Mm-hmm.
2: It was a good qu- It really was a good question. The problem was Phil's friggin' Twitter handle. Well, we got a gentleman here <laughs> goes by the name of the Smoky Mountain. And he wants to know, why Norville Austin? I mean, it was a great question. Um, Not a good Twitter handle but Ron Fuller didn't care he just blew right through it alright um, we're gonna get out of here before we do so check out our vantage Point the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn the northern version of BTT slightly classier definitely more professional still fun nonetheless they support us please support them thanks Joe and Quinn for all your plugs over the years and check out the bottom line cast with Mike Pru and JV they do the ECW show on our Patreon feed but they also do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin so check them out as well Harper on that note I can tell Doc's kinda blown up. Hopper, get well, the tagline.
3: I got one question for you, Mike. Oh, okay. How many assists tonight?
2: How many assists?
3: Yeah.
2: Oh uh, man, you did you I get, get a triple doubles? double.
3: Did I get my four or did I get my twenty?
2: Uh you got about twenty.
3: Okay. That's an inside joke. We'll keep a tally on that as the year goes along.
2: He'll Uh. tell you, Harper, as soon as we hang up. (laughs) Basically, it was the amount of times uh, Doc set Harper off for some gold tonight. Uh, There you go.
3: All
5: right,
2: Harper, hit the tagline. Let's roll.
5: Fuck it, bitch.